Welcome to To Every Generation, the broadcast ministry of Calvary Chapel Crossfields, located in Jamesburg, New Jersey, where we teach through the entire Bible, verse by verse, and make application to every generation so we can grow in our relationship with God. Hello, please wave. I'm the self on the shelf. Please say hello for my home video. I am so enamored with myself. Can we get some action waves from everybody? Awesome. Awesome. I am self on the shelf. How's everybody doing today? Are you alive and ready to go? Woo! If you please open up your Bible, believe it or not, there are Christian elves. <laughs> Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 11. Philippians chapter 2, verses 5 to 11. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bondservant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death even the death of the cross. Therefore, God also has highly exalted him and given him the name, which is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow, of those in heaven and of those on earth and of those under the earth, and that every tongue should confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Do you guys battle with self yeah? I know I do to one degree or another. Right? We all have that self part of us that always tries to dominate. Think of some of the magazine titles that are out there. There's Mia Bella, My Beauty. In the Saudi Emirates, it's God. I'm a gift of God. We have a magazine title, Simply You. We have Queen. We have Don Diva magazine, which is beyond a diva. Like they really know they're beyond the diva. And they know it and they tell you. There's, of course, People magazine. And, of course, there is Self magazine. Think of some of the words that have self in them. Self, myself, thyself, ourself, oneself, herself, himself, yourself, selfhood, selfish, their self... Selfishness. Could be a rap song. <laughs> self on the shelf is who I am representing today. <laughs> I think we're going to battle with that, I guess. <laughs> now, everything has a shelf life. Milk has a very short s shelf life. Bananas, short. 
Avocados, you know, you get them hard, you put them in the window, let the sun beat on them. They get softer and there's a fine time where you have to eat that avocado or it's just mush. Now, how about those of you who remember Hostess Twinkies? Right? They said their shelf life is like 50 or 60 years. If they ever build something on another planet, they'll probably use the icing inside to make houses or something on another planet. A shelf life can be long or short, but there's also an expiration date on that shelf life. Psalm 90.12 says, So teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Hebrews 9.27 says, And it is appointed for men to die once, but after this the judgment. Now, if you look at the word sin, just the word sin, has an I in the middle of it. I don't think that's a coincidence. And we're going to see in some of the characters of Scripture that we can identify with, that it's when it's all about I, most likely we're in the sin camp. And notice the word son, S-O-N, has an O in the center of it. And I think that's because Jesus showed us that he was other-centered. He wasn't self-centered. God got our attention a couple thousand years ago as the teens and the children demonstrated so awesome by sending Jesus down as a little bitty baby that everybody can identify with. And most of you know this story, but he used Joseph, who was a carpenter, Mary, who was just a teenage peasant girl, just a hard-working girl. And he was born in a stable. The actual place where they placed him, the manger, was a feeding trough for animals. Then over here, you have the shepherds that were looked down upon by the people of the area of Israel. They were the lowest of the low. Isn't it interesting that Jesus came and the angels spoke to the shepherds, spoke to a carpenter, spoke to a teenage peasant girl. But he also used the angels to announce to everyone. And then a couple years later, remember the wise men, the kings, came to present goals of frankincense, gold and myrrh. And these were kings. So you see, the babe helps us to identify whether you're very low or very high on society's totem pole. Everybody can identify with Jesus. Now, God got our attention by sending Jesus. Do we give him our attention? It's easy usually during Christmas time or Resurrection Sunday or Easter, as a lot of people call it. But have you ever felt that you were like on a shelf, that you haven't been used the way you want to be used? If you're a believer here, you might say, well, I don't know why God's not using me. Or maybe you're not a believer here, and there's just a lot of stuff going on in your life, and it, doesn't, it seems like you're spinning your wheels and going nowhere. God is never too early or too late. He's always right on time. Not according to our time and not according to our will. In Romans 2.8, it says, but for those who are self-seeking 
and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. And in 1 Corinthians 10, 24, it says, let no one seek his own good, but the good of his neighbor. James chapter 3, verse 16 says, for where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder and every vile practice. Now, the word elf, you know, if you've been coming here a while, I love acronyms. So the first acronyms I'm going to use with the word elf is eternal life forfeited. Eternal life was forfeited when our great, 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 great grandparents, Adam and Eve, sinned. And some of you might say, well, that stinks that they blew it for the whole human race. Well, I can stand here before you and tell you if Adam and Eve didn't blow it, guess who would have blown it? Right here. And I think you can say the same thing. So eternal life forfeited. I want to look at a few characters. Lucifer, also known as Satan. Adam and Eve, a lot of you are familiar with. And Cain, who was one of the children of Adam and Eve. Now, in the scriptures, in Isaiah, it says, The fall of Lucifer, how you are fallen from heaven, O Lucifer, son of the morning. How are you cut down to the ground, you who weaken the nations? For you have said in your heart, now watch what Lucifer said, and think of self on the shelf. Think of self and I and those kind of adjectives. I will ascend into heaven. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God. I will also sit on the mount of the congregation on the farthest sides of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will be like the most high. Ay, yai, 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 yai. He wanted to go above God himself. And God said to him, yet you shall be brought down to Sheol, to the lowest depths of the pit. In Genesis 3, 6, we turn to Adam and Eve. So when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, that it was pleasant to the eyes, and a tree desirable to make one wise, she took of its fruit and ate. Now think of this. She looked, she saw that the tree was good. She saw that it was pleasant to the eyes. She, she wanted to become wise. Now remember, God's word already told her. God himself told her. But she was thinking of herself and not God and what he said. In Genesis 4, 9, it says, going to Cain now. We're going to go to one of the offspring. Cain said, where is Abel, your brother? And Cain said, I do not know. Am I my brother's keeper? And if you know the story of Cain and Abel, Cain killed Abel because he didn't do the sacrifice that God wanted him to do. He wanted to do it his way, according to his will. It was all about him. It had nothing about God. Genesis 4.13, and Cain said to the Lord, my punishment is greater than I can bear. Surely you have driven me out this day from the face of the ground. I shall be hidden from your face. I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond on the earth. And it will happen that anyone who finds me will kill me. So he's putting everything on himself, not looking up to the one who can forgive him. And even if we make mistakes. Lucifer had the five I wills, self-promotion above God. Adam and Eve, self-gratification. They wanted to be like God. 
Cain, I'm a self-made man instead of a God-made man. Where are we on that spectrum? 1 John 2.16 says, For all that is in the world, the lust, the craving of the flesh, the lust, the craving of the eyes, and the pride of life is not of the Father, but is of the world. Romans 8.8 says, Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Those who are in the flesh cannot please God. Those who are worldly, given up to the desires that try to twist you and conform you to its wave. Now, shelf time is a kind of magnifying mirror. If you feel like God hasn't been using you or just things aren't going right, you're spinning your wheels. That kind of time, God remembers timing is perfect. Shelf time is a magnifying mirror. It's allowing us to have an up-close look at our motivations for doing things. Whether it's just living life, or if you're in a church doing ministry, just helping other people and reaching out to other people. The shelf is a place to be ripened, like that avocado, to be softened, to be made usable and delicious. The slow sum, uh, simmering son of stress, maybe sickness or sadness or other trials and tribulation, softens our souls and makes us useful in our Father's hands. Now, there are some shelfers we're going to look at. We're going to look at Moses and Ruth and Mary and Peter and Paul. I guess I could have said Peter, Paul, and Mary. I could have said that. (laughs) So we have Moses. You might say, well, you know, I'm too old to be used by the Lord. You know, I'm past even my prime. Well, see, that's a lie of the enemy. Because Moses, 40 years he was in Pharaoh's court, being trained to be possibly the next Pharaoh. He was raised in all the high educational schools. But then he killed somebody, an Egyptian. And the Pharaoh found out about it, and Moses was fearing for his life. So he escaped, and he ended up in the desert, and he ended up being a shepherd for 40 years. He was 80 years old when God finally used him. He was preparing him those 80 years. You have Ruth in the book of the Old Testament, a Gentile, a non-Jew, who married a Jewish guy who died in Moab. But Ruth was mentored by a Jewish lady named Naomi. And even though Naomi was disobedient and she went to Moab against God's wishes, she still had a heart for God. And Ruth saw this and clutched on to her. And when Naomi went back to Israel, Ruth went with her. And God used her mightily, put her in the ancestry of Jesus Christ. Then you have Mary, the mother of God, a teenager. We got some teenagers here today. You might say, how can God use me? Well, the same way he used Mary. Mary brought Jesus to the world. You, boy or girl, can bring Jesus to the world. No one is too young or too old because it's God's Holy Spirit when you put your trust in him that uses you. How many adults were touched by the kids here today? Can I see a show of hands? Kids, turn around and look. God used you to touch older people. That is what God does. Mary was just a young teenager, like some of you. 
She had her hang up. She had the things she had to go through. She never knew she was going to be chosen by God. But I can tell you that all of you that in the sound of my voice right now are chosen by God. God is calling all of you to be his sons, to be his daughters, to be used by him while you're on this earth. There's one thing that will keep you from that. And that's you. You're the biggest obstacle in God using you for his glory. We have Peter. What about old Pete? Denied Jesus. Was put on the shelf. But then became one of the greatest evangelists after he had an encounter with the resurrected Christ. Paul used to kill followers of Jesus. Then he had an encounter. He was blinded for a few days. Was put on the shelf for a while. He was about 49 years old when God finally started using him, yet he's the author of over half or almost half of the New Testament. The shelf life is not a bad life because God loves you and has a purpose for you, and he knows what he needs to do to get you ready. In Luke 138, the Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be to me according to your word. Isn't that awesome? A teenager said that, guys. Let it be according to your word, Lord, what you want me to do for you. I don't fully understand this, but I know it's from your word. So I'm not going by my self-will, but I want to go by your will. Matthew 16, 24, then Jesus told his disciples, if anyone... This is Jesus now. If anyone will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. You see, Jesus came to deny the eye. You and me need to deny the eye, and through Jesus we can do this. Self-centered or other-centered? That's the question. Self-centered, other-centered. Where are we on that spectrum? Self-will or his will? Jesus said in Luke twenty-two forty-two. Father, if it is your will, take this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. Jesus said that in the relationship with his father. Can you imagine? Jesus said to his father, Lord, not my will, but yours be done. And this is when he was in the garden about to be arrested and beaten and crucified. For you and for me, that's why he did it. He didn't have to leave his throne room in heaven. He could have stayed on his thronely shelf up there, never to come down, never to reveal to us through his word and through his Holy Spirit who he is. But God loved the world so much that he gave his only son that whoever puts their trust in him and belief in him from the cradle to the cross, will be new in his child. You have new life. 1 Peter 2.11, Dear friends, I warn you as temporary residents and foreigners to keep away from worldly desires that wage war against your very soul. Everybody, we are temporary residents of planet Earth. We're temporary. We know that. Younger people might have a hard time seeing that, but we know, adults, we know it's temporary, our time on this earth. And we're foreigners. This is, heaven is our home. 
In the presence of Jesus is our home. John 3.30 says, He must increase, but I must first decrease. He must, that's John the Baptist. He must increase, I must decrease. And like Paul, or Paul said to Peter, the worldly desires, it's a, they're waging war. They want to keep his eyes centered instead of he's centered. Galatians 2.20, I have been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith. In the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. This is all our, should be all our thought, all our prayer. We're crucified with Christ. He became sin for us when he went to the cross. He was the only one who was born to die. You and I, when Adam and Eve were created, they were never supposed to die. It's when they went into themselves, when they became self-willed instead of his will, that sin came into the world. One day, everything's going to be restored. But until then, we have to crucify our flesh daily, and we can do that by putting our trust in Jesus. He gives us his Holy Spirit, and then we can follow him. So as we close, can't leave you with elf, eternal life forfeited. I can't leave you there. So I want to leave you with the word elf, the acronym, eternal life forever comes through the babe who came and went to that cross as a man. And when we see him him again, he will be the king of kings and the Lord of lords. He came from heaven to earth. And you're going to be giving out a lot of gifts in a couple days and receiving some gifts. But the greatest gift we can ever receive is that relationship with Jesus Christ. Amen. You've been listening to To Every Generation from Calvary Chapel Crossfield. We're located at 15 Half Acre Road in Jamesburg, New Jersey. We meet for Bible study Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. and Sunday service begins at 10.30 a.m. On Sundays, we have children's church for all ages in addition to infant and nursery care. You can find out more about the ministry here at Calvary Chapel Crossfields by going to cccrossfields.org. Thanks for listening, and may God bless you.